Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Samuel64 and welcome to the Robocast. I'm joined alongside... And it's now on 3 2 Wars Group. And we're here to discuss the third heat of Bugglebots Season 2 or 2019, whichever you want to call it. Guest number one, introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Felix and I have Rev4 in this heat. And guest number two. Hello, my name is Alex Mordew and uh, I am running Groundhog. Uh, no, I mean, it's <laughs> uh, all loser. Oh dear me, it started already. I mean, I suppose, you know, we had, we had to mention some of the history at some point, I guess, but... Um, it's the famous robot. Obviously. Well, I, I think the Beetle Link, personally, is the... Uh, the, yeah. the, the, switch, <laughs> the Switch is the best one, personally, but... Uh, guys, welcome. It's an absolute joy to have you both. Um, I'm going to come to Felix, first of all. Uh, obviously, last series went pretty well for you, you know, a grand final in the end. Yeah. Um, probably a bit surprising considering you know the fight the fight you had at the start of the show with because um, you fought Overdrive twice didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Um, when you talk us through that, you know, we kind of surprised that you made the final. You know, how, how did you view it? Well, I went into the first series of Bugglebots and I didn't have much kind of I kind of had the emphasis on trying to do something fun. So I actually applied, I actually applied with a completely different robot. Hmm. Um, I actually applied first with a pneumatic flipper because i thought it was all going to be kind of fun and games and i was going to be able to try stuff like that but um as it got kind of close to the competition and they started needing more and more people i i scavenged uh what was rev 2 uh out and good boy for someone else <laughs> and so i kind of the came to the competition <laughs> the absolute absolute legend uh so i came to the competition with two robots uh rather than one and not even the one that i was intending to bring so uh, i had kind of mixed intentions on how i thought how i thought i was going to do at least so uh, after the first fight i kind of i had that kind of i kind of had a mull over how well i was going to do i dropped something sorry uh, <laughs> i didn't think it was going to go particularly well but you know i kind of just took it in my stride and then after the lost toga drive i thought meh next fight <laughs> let's keep going it turned out all right in the end i mean you know a grand final place is nothing to sniff at i mean you yeah, yeah. T- turned out all right, and then obviously this year with Rev Four looks vastly different. Obviously similar concept with like an undercutter, but vastly mm. different in terms of you know the actual look of the machine. Um, obviously we missed out yeah. Rev Three. We'll ignore that. It doesn't doesn't exist. Mm. But no, um, so, so why why the you know the the wide the wider wheelbase? I suppose if you like. Well, I saw Wide Boy was in the heat, and originally Rev was going to be about a hundred millimeters wide, oh. and I thought. It just won't do because white boy was there and he looked far too intimidating. So I just I just stretched the whole thing. <laughs> and, that's, and that was the just only the reason why. <laughs> oh, fair enough. I mean, I suppose it works. So um, I will come to Alex. Obviously, you did, did briefly mention one of your previous machines, uh, Groundhog. You obviously had a lot of history way back when with Firestorm and so on and so forth. What was it about Bugglebots that thought that made you think this is you know I want to come back for this? Uh, it was just a real sort of community spirit, um, just people wanting to, you know, make something by Roboteers for Roboteers, which um, I thought was I thought was really cool. Um, and also uh, with the reboot of Robot Wars, which was, you know, I'd, I'd been along to a couple of the filmings for that just in the audience. And yeah, really sort of rekindled my interest in it. So, um, yeah, when Bugglebots came along, I was like, yeah, this is a really cool idea. I want to be want to be a part of it. Yeah, because I remember seeing way back when I, I saw like I think you posted a few Antweight prints. I'm sure at some point I can't remember what it was, but th- this is your first event for quite a number of years, wasn't it? But well, Bugglebots one was, wasn't it? 
Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, like you say, I did some. Um, I, I just stopped getting started. Uh, started out with like doing 3d printed stuff because i just got a 3d printer and i was like ah, what should i design i'll maybe try making like a tiny tiny firestorm and some other little robots and things like that were kind of ant weightish um and then yeah discovered that beetle weights were a thing and then yeah buckle bots came along and it's like yeah great I'll give that a go. <laughs> good stuff good stuff and obviously uh last series you were also in it with uh saw loser again uh saw loser mark one um did pretty well. I think, you know, to, you only lost to the eventual champion in K2 in the final, in the heat final, so I should say, and then obviously didn't quite go to plan in the uh, in the Rumble B. Um, yeah. Do, do you look back and think, what, what more could you have done, or was it very much like that was the limit of the machine at the time? Uh, I, I was just so happy that it worked at all. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, like you say, I hadn't built anything in quite a long time, and, um, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't, didn't really have any expectations for it at all. Um, so yeah, it was it was just it was just nice to get that far, and uh, yeah, coming up against K2 and you know putting on a really a really good show, really good fight in that um, episode. I was kind of yeah, I was super happy with that. Couldn't have yeah, couldn't have ended up a better place really. Mm-hmm. Well, other than the final, but yeah, <laughs> oh, finals overrated. That's, that's overrated. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to be there? It's like I came second anyway. <laughs> Uh, absolutely, absolutely, and obviously coming back once again with Saw Loser, looks similar, but obviously there's a lot under the hood that's kind of different, isn't there, with the new one? Uh, yeah, yeah, there's, there's quite a few changes, there. and there's, there's also quite a lot of stuff that's still sort of compatible, because um, again, I've, I've released the designs um, just for anyone to use and take a look at and modify, um, and yeah, between Revision 2 and and the first one, there's, there's, yeah, there's quite a lot of compatible parts. So, like, you can swap the arm and the spinner um, and the top armor uh, and potentially the wheels and things as well. Um, so, yeah, there's while quite a lot has changed, there's also quite a lot that's, um, yeah, will will work with each other. Nice. Nice. I suppose we should get on to the episode then, I guess, at this point, shouldn't we? <laughs> uh, we'll start off with fight one, uh, which was obviously Alex yourself against... Uh... Another Alex in Mr. Shakespeare and Wide Boy. Um, I, do, I want to talk about Wide Boy a little bit first. Um, if you may, you know, some of us know, uh, know our heavyweight uh, to a Death Flamingo. This is actually the inspiration for it. A lot of people kind of thought it was the other way around, but it's not. It's definitely, we were inspired by this, uh, one of the early versions of it. Uh, and it's just such a nice robot. It's just, you know, it's, it, as Felix mentioned earlier, it's just so intimidating how big it is. You just can't. It just is. Yeah. Like how, is. <laughs> you don't know how to approach it. It's just so big. From the front. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not really much you can do. Like, it's, yeah, it's just so wide. You're going you're gonna to hit some part of the front of it. Mm. I'll, so talk us through your, your, your game plan then, Alex, with this fight. Because, as I mentioned, Wide Boy is, is difficult to approach. You can't, you can't really get around it. You have to face it front on. And that's obviously where the weaponry is so what was what was the game plan well the game plan was get under it, i suppose yeah yeah i mean that that was the idea was because you know there's there's nice little slots in between um well in between its toes on the on the front wedge mm. so i was hoping that the, the disc would just go in there and flick it over and you know just keep on keep on top of it that way but um i think something to do with the geometry of like the wedge on the front of sore loser um I think the wedge was getting trapped underneath uh, the wedge, underneath uh, Wide Boy's wedge, and so the the disc was hitting the hitting 
wide boy's wedge and it was going up and then getting trapped underneath something on the arm on sore loser so it was never actually yeah getting a good getting a good bite on it um and also it quite quickly with it having such a, a big sort of hard hard ox wedge on the front quite quickly took the teeth off um sore loser as well so um yeah um for weight reasons i had to go down from uh, six tooth down to my two tooth disc which has a bit of sort of more aggressive teeth on it mm. um, which meant that um, with with it being more aggressive it also uh, doesn't really it doesn't really engage as well because I was just using basically parts that um, I had from last time that had been water jet cut for the first one um, so it didn't yeah didn't have really have time to make new discs and things because I'd have new plans for it but yeah, didn't end up doing them because we were in the middle of a house move as well while uh, while doing construction for uh, Bogglebots too. So yeah, the stress is real. I can relate to you on that one. The stress is real for, <laughs> for moving houses. It's, it's not. It's not good. It's not good. Um, obviously, Anderson, I want to bring you in here. What like the fight itself? I thought was bloody good. This <laughs> is just, just really really good. Oh, it was great. Great fight. Really was great. I mean, it's. It's actually because, like, I mean, you, you know, people would probably wouldn't. It's hard to explain, but it's just so wide. It's stupid yeah. wide. How are you meant to attack something that's that wide without going? I mean, it's a, it's actually quite genius in a way because it's almost impossible not to hit the front of the robot, which is exactly where he wants you to be. So, but I want to give Alex some credit here because his driving in this fight was phenomenal. Uh, that, was, that was very like, diplomatic that was I'm just gonna like that <laughs> I mean you know um, vote for me uh, my uh, <laughs> politics so there we go uh, so I should win uh, <laughs> but yeah no in all honesty though yeah um, good good fight good you know good driving all around from both machines and it was interesting to see um, a robot trying to find the weaknesses in a design like wide boys because at the end of the day it is very difficult to outmaneuver it and to get around those hard to hit areas but fair play did it did it well yeah yeah i mean it was a bit of a bit of a shame that the um gearbox um broke on 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 wide boy and we didn't get to go the full three minutes um but yeah i mean my driving was okay, but then afterwards you always look back and go, uh, I could have done better. Because I, I kept on forgetting it's got a lifter. Why, why wasn't I lifting? <laughs> why wasn't I getting that wedge underneath and lifting him up at the front? I so. didn't want to bring it up, Alex. I suppose in the heat of battle, I suppose, it's kind of difficult to remember everything. I do actually have a question for Alex, if that's okay. Of course. Mm-hmm. Because obviously, from you know, you are from the classic wars. You know, you've started back in the nineties. You know, late nineties. Um, uh, you know, what what do you think of the current roboteers? Like, you know, how much you know are they very much like they were back then? Have they advanced over the years? You know, what do you think about modern roboteers compared to the classic guys? Uh, I'm not sure if it's just because I've got older, but they seem to have got younger. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but no, I mean, it's still, it's still that. Uh... That experience, the 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 sort of the community experience, like the community spirit, is just it's just wonderful. Like it's it's the same. I mean, it's better now than it was because I mean, mainly because when I started, there wasn't that much in the way of uh, sort of internet sites and things um, where people could discuss stuff. You know, with the explosion of social media, it's just you know everyone can discuss stuff like any time of the day, and yeah, it's it's really it's really nice to see that the spirit's still there that people are still still helping each other and um yeah even even more so now so yeah I and mean, that's that's the main change is that you know people are uh, 
are just so willing to help each other, even more so than they were in the past. Yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty nicely put, I think. Um, obviously, you did go through uh, to round two. Uh, White boy, unfortunately, going into the it's the rubble, but it, it kind of sucks because like obviously you've got you've got so many good machines. That, well, we discussed this week after week, but like there's so many robots you want to go through. There's only so many spaces for them, and unfortunately, um, Shaky this time ended up in the. Uh, in the loser's melee. Uh, we'll move on, though, to what I think is probably, with, with respect to you both here, probably the nicest-looking machine in the heat <laughs> in <laughs> Unconscious sure. 514. Obviously, we'll get to your fight with him later, Alex, but um, it's just so nice. <laughs> Everything about it is just, it's just, it's just, it looks arty, and, the, like, it just doesn't look like it should be a beetle way. It's just, it's, everything's just far too, you know, neat and tidy and precise, and, you know, it, it looks very organic. Yeah, yeah, it looks it looks really beautiful, and the the one of the crazy things about it was it was actually about two hundred grams underweight as well. Mm. Um, so like, it's mental. You, yeah, yeah, it's like you look at it, and it's like it, it looks really really solid. Like it's got all these like sort of CNC'd um, sort of ribs and things inside to you know obviously support the crushing mechanism and that lovely wedge on front. Mm. Uh, but, but yeah, it's still still two hundred grams underweight. But yeah, I mean, yeah, full credit to Shirumi for. Um, getting across because i think he'd just done the king of bots 2 filming um and yeah he'd been awake for a long time oh, by the time he got to bristol and uh yeah he still put, a good, still put on a good show as well he did he did put on an amazing show amazing yeah show. yeah absolutely um obviously you know the, the crusher mechanism as well it, it's, it's, i don't think it's hydraulic it's, it's, it looks like a like a twisting it's electric yeah. oh it's electric yeah. it is electric yeah, yeah. all brushless yeah. Nice. Yeah, like a dual stage reduction, so like a little planetary gearbox. About I think it's about 100 to one or 120 to one, something like he done, that. Yeah, he did it really clever. He had like I say about 120 to one, and then he had a kind of uh, like I guess I don't know if it would count as like a dispersal gear, but he had a big gear on top, which then led to the lead screw. But it was it was integrated, so it was like the lead screw was inside. Oh, it's just done absolutely beautifully. Yeah, it's like the pulley was outside of the yeah, yeah running around the outside of the lead screw. It's was, it was really cool. Really, it's cool. kind of one of those designs where he'd, he'd thought about everything for it, like no compromise. So he had that, like obviously, like as we were talking about, like the beautiful like CNC aluminium and plastic stuff, and then he had this like wonderful gear just at the back, and it was <laughs> it was just so cool to look at. You thought it's incredibly vulnerable, but it just doesn't matter. It's just so lovely. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no reason for it to be there, but like it, but of course, yeah. still leave it wide open. Like, why not? Um, kind of not the opposite end of the spectrum, I suppose, but like you know, very you know, very wildly different idea in, in the. I'm going to butcher the pronunciation here once again. Lame, lame heart. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll go with that. Yeah, that's, let's go with that. Sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, I went back with the uh, the new version of uh, Lame from last series. It's slightly different um, in a sense that it's not the uh, spring power lifter. It's now a four bar lifter. Bit simpler. Probably a bit more efficient and effective, I think, this time around. It didn't quite get to show it in the first fight. Obviously, more efficient. Yeah, it just, it just you know everything's a lot simpler. Just looks a lot more tidy, and I think that's pretty much what led it to be so successful mm. in the heat. It was a really tidy machine. I mean, I felt quite bad because when we got there, uh, I was on the same table as him, and he was frantically kind of digging away and drilling holes and stuff because it was all overweight because uh, he put so much weight into the. Uh, the flipper mechanism he'd really he'd really gone for it this year uh the flip mechanism was really beautiful he had like multiple stages and he had like bevel gears and stuff in there 
Uh, it's just done such a lovely job. I really wanted him to get it, get it together and ready for the first fight. Yeah, it's unfortunate, obviously, if he's, you know, one of those unfortunate things, if you're slightly overweight, you just got to attack it with the drill, really. And obviously, he did do that. Didn't Again, didn't really matter in the end because he, he couldn't quite get underneath uh, unconscious. Unconscious was just very low to the floor and obviously got that really nice pinch at the front, which nearly caused uh, caused problems for him with the, with the lipo. It was very close to the lipo, but... It was very close. <laughs> very fortunate to get away with it. Um, as fights go again, it was quite interesting to see how you know the, the pushing power of of Lameheart was very very strong, but um, the crushing power was immense. <laughs> it's just so it awesome. good. It's so good. I mean, obviously, I, I can't remember the one from last series. For the life of me, the, the name escapes me. Oh, Snippers McGee. That's the one. Yeah. Snippers McGee. Like it's it's on a different different planet. <laughs> obviously, that's no disrespect to Snippers McGee, of course, but it's, it is a different planet. <laughs> It was just so good. It was so good. It was so effective. It was the first crusher that, I mean, luckily I didn't have to fight it, but it was one I was actually legitimately scared of. It was like it was like when Overdrive came into the scene. You thought, oh crap, I've actually got to think about my lids and stuff. But yeah, uh, yeah it was really amazing. Anderson, uh, these guys have pretty much summed it all up. I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, you know. Lamar. A few words, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, Lamar did a good job. You know, they 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 parried where they could do, but they they just couldn't get underneath. And that was, you know, with the, with the lifter, I suppose that's kind of the main aim. And unfortunately for them, at least. If I'm right thinking for this fight, they still had the spring, and yeah. they they couldn't yeah. obviously because he said at the end, didn't he? He said that she was right on the edge, tip of the weight limit anyway, so he couldn't get any more reach from it, which is a yeah. shame. So I actually wouldn't mind seeing that spring flickering action but oh well yeah one day one day uh everyone's yeah. gonna everyone's gonna get it get yeah. it working yes. we need more springs dear to prove they work we need more springs <laughs> did it uh... <laughs> oh. <laughs> be, be tornado didn't you see <laughs> Just Un- proof, really. unreal 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 uh, i suppose we'll come to our uh our final fight of the uh well the first round at least uh a, a robot called uh, Rev Rev Four. Rev Lord. Rev Rev Four. Um, yeah. It's the, the widest undercutter I've ever seen in my life. It's it, it, was, it was very cool oh, to see. It, it is it is a wide boy. It is a wide it boy. It is a wide boy. Uh, and uh, Rev Four took on the Apprentice. Um, what was the uh, game plan with uh, with the Apprentice then, Felix? Well, uh, I've been helping Mark kind of about. 15 20 minutes before our fight put his robot back together because uh he was having a lot of trouble with the weapon axle and it had the wheels weren't touching the ground uh before the fight so i'd be mean to say it but i was feeling relatively confident uh, <laughs> considering he couldn't drive and the weapon wasn't spinning um so i i, I didn't underestimate it at all by absolutely no means because i'd seen seen him testing it and all that stuff and it's a really beautiful machine. It's all it's all like CNC and everything, and it's done a really beautiful job of it. Um, but yeah, after we put it back together again, I kind of started thinking about tactics. Didn't have long, but uh, all I knew is that I I have more reach than him, and uh, if he was going to be driving as he was in the test before, um, I shouldn't have to worry about being hit that much. But I didn't think about the consequences of my own machine. There seems to be a lot of issues with the um, with the floor, a bit you know, kind yeah. of him getting stuck on the floor, um, which you know can happen with the you know 
low ground clearances and such, you're kind of difficult to to allow for that. But um, it, it was a bit of a fall. Yeah. But it was it was it was you know, it was a really clean hit he got on you, and that, I think that it was just one hit that just seemed to completely toast you. <laughs> what what, mm. what happened? What was what was the outcome? Well, he... He, uh, I went in for the first hit and he was kind of pointing at about 45 degrees so I thought oh, I'll, I'll give him a good knock right on the uh, right on the corner of his wedge hmm. uh, it wasn't ideal because I was spinning into the wedge it would be better if he was facing the other way it had been 90 degrees the opposite way but um, I was quite confident that I could knock him across the arena and knock him away from me because that's what I wanted to do mm-hmm. but uh, it came up um, I gave it a good whack on the corner uh, I think the problem was was that uh, on the bar that I put on, I put the longest bar on, so I had the the highest tip speed possible because uh, that's what I wanted. I wanted kind of more chewing action than a, um, a big blunt smack. So um, I put that on and I hit him, and I hit him about four or five times. You can see on the front wedge, there's about four or five gouges going up it through the titanium and through the chassis. Uh, and as it was doing that, it was obviously riding higher and higher, and it got to a certain point and kind of lost stability, which isn't unusual for this machine, unfortunately. Uh, and then he got one really nice hit on the corner, which uh, took a nice slice out the front, and uh, it just nicked the tire as well, which was really annoying. And then um, as my robot clattered away, it smashed into, I can't remember if it was the wall or a seam in the floor, but the blade hit the floor and stopped and the body of the robot started spinning um and basically what happened is the the weapon flexed and smacked the pulley that was coming off the weapon motor and it smacked it hard enough that it pushed it back up through the top of the machine pulled the bolts out of the bottom of it and then popped the pulley off <laughs> so it kind of just smacked itself um, there was a lot going on in a very short amount of time yeah. Yeah, I, I had to. I, I admit, I rewatched the fight. I didn't know all that from the <laughs> from as soon as it happened. But yeah, it, a lot happened in a very short space of time, and that was kind of it. <laughs> well, if you're gonna if you're gonna die, you may you may as well do it properly. You know, you may as well do it with a oh, bit yeah. of flair, a bit of finesse. <laughs> it was it was a very spectacular way to go. I mean, obviously, as you said, you do, you were getting a few good smacks here here and there, but like you know, mm. the, the the one big hit that you took, and Rev decided to. Well, fully, fully capitulate. It was, it was very, very yeah, impressive. Were you a bit, dis- yeah. were you a bit disappointed? Obviously, you know, you had a bit of a target on your back from last series. You know, you, you did make the final. Was, did you feel like yeah. you know there was a bit of a target on your back, or? Um, I felt like, I felt like people probably looked at the machine and thought, oh well, it's made it to the final before, so yeah, it's got to be good. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like, <laughs> I don't feel like Mark was gonna give me a harder time than normal but uh yeah i guess maybe potentially just one of those unfortunate things um again <laughs> yeah anderson anything to add or i, I was just a bit gutted that, that rev4 lost really I, I do like undercutters so i was a little bit upset i was um but you know that's how the game goes i go i guess isn't it so yeah. better look better look next time honestly yeah <laughs> is, it, is it all fixed now is it all fixed? oh yeah it was i said in the in the interview bob kind of said oh Oh, there's a lot of damage there then and I was like yeah well and then I was just kind of like oh no not really um, because it was all kind of just sticking stuff back together unfortunately the the bits that had come off I didn't have spares for so it was like I just put them all back on so yeah it kind of went back to the pits and it was back together in about five minutes not bad so, yeah. not bad at all 
Um, which was good for you, uh, because the next fight was the, well, I suppose maybe not in filming order, but like in the episode at least, was the Rumble. Uh, with yourself, White Boy, and Lame Heart. Um, how did you feel about going into this one? Was it, like, again, it's it's two roles that kind of almost counter you? I, I mean, I guess White Boy kind of does with the wedge. Yeah. Lame Heart, maybe yeah, less was, so. I was a little bit nervous about White Boy. He's got a massive, the plough on the front. Is say, I kind of had the same kind of thought as Alex, where he's got those teeth on the front. I thought, well, that's fine against verts and other kind of like wedges and stuff you need to get under, but horizontal should be able to catch it and like throw him across the arena. But I was just extremely tentative because I didn't want it to explode again. So uh, I was being really careful of how fast I was taking it. And uh, yeah, I kind of wussed out for the first 20, 30 seconds of the fight before I finally turned out speed. I ideally wanted to go for, for lame just because was, there was more plastic on it and stuff. Yeah, it's. I mean, obviously you did go for lame, and you, you caught their wedge, and that. I'm, I'm rewatching the fight back now, uh, just for context. And like, you just like go spiraling out of control, and then the link flies out, and there was wasn't really much you could have done, <laughs> much different. No. Like, it was. I'd finally got the uh, the weapon up to speed. The weapon speed it takes a little while to get there because it's got such a low reduction. It helps because it's got a big motor, but it was up to proper speed, and it therefore just didn't engage. It was just going way too fast and uh yeah i'm not i'm still not sure what it hit i think i hit like a seam on the floor or something but i can't remember um but yeah and it spun upside down and I, the weapon started spinning up you could hear it start spinning up again but it very quickly died it's just it's it's a shame because obviously you know again like a, a few teams this year like who, who, who did so well last time you know look at ogre drive and snappy yeah i was really <laughs> surprised because their fights did come before. You start, you start looking at this, you know, this, this, you know, dung beetle rumble. It's looking a bit scary. You don't really want to be in it. <laughs> it's kind of weird. We got last year's yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's very strange. It's very strange. Um, I mean, the rest of the fight it was a good tug of war between uh, lame and white boy. White boy eventually just creeping into the pit. I think uh, if I remember correctly, was there another gearbox problem again? Or the wheel went on the one side. Like, can't remember exactly for the life of me. Yeah, just when you got slid over the, into the yeah. pit. Yeah, it was yeah, just got it was, one wheel over. It was just a, that was it. got three there. He got one wheel over, then spun the robot round. I thought, oh, he's off. And then his other wheel went in, and he slid straight in. Like, <laughs> I feel like he could drive over the pit. I think that would be a good tactic for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I mean, lame, lame speed. Like, yeah. yeah, Owen was just kept yeah, again, flinging him around the arena. He kept the pressure on, didn't he? And that was, uh, I yeah, think, yeah. certainly t- told towards the end, it was really... Uh, Really impressive the way that he drove it around the arena and just kept kept his white boy under pressure. And I think, you know, Alex and Bobby didn't, didn't really yeah. like that. It's incredible. Yeah, really good. Uh, Anderson. Uh, yeah, that's, I, I agree. <laughs> 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 you, you, you're you're on top form tonight, Anderson. I'm very impressed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me, it, do, it does mean that uh, Felix, you are into the. Uh, the ten way. Uh, did you fancy your chances yeah. in there at all, or was it was it, uh, kind of uh, rather just avoid everything? I saw the machines that are in there so far because we had a like snappy and overdrive and stuff, and yeah. I'd lost to them previously. So I oh, so you lost. The, in fact, you lost to both of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd lost to overdrive before. Obviously, in the the first fight, he just took me apart, and then I lost to snappy just because it was such a robust machine, and just like I couldn't do anything with it. And of course, Craig just shoved me around for the whole fight, kind of 
taking control and dominating it. And then I saw the other two in there and it was kind of the same kind of idea of, I don't know what, what kind of state they're going to be in, but I just, as long as I got it back together, I mean, it was going to do something. So, uh, yeah, I, but as I said in the episode, it was, it was all or nothing. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. it very much seems like a glass cannon, but like in the best possible way, where like you're gonna get something spectacular, either you're gonna die or they're gonna die, like in mm. in, in some spectacular fashion. Oh yeah, yeah. It just means we'll that do something. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it will do a thing. A thing will happen. Um, It'll do. We'll we'll move on then uh, from that fight. Obviously, Liam Hart's going back into the main competition. Uh, Saw loser. Saw loser is next up. In fact, uh, uh, Rev Four and Wide Boy going into the ten way. Alex. Yes. Your next fight, unconscious five one four. Uh, obviously, you talked after after the fight of kind of like wanting to respect the machine. Obviously, we obviously discussed why it's such a you know, incredible piece of engineering. Was there a bit of nerves going into it? Uh, a little bit, because I mean, seeing how it um, you know went through through lame, but uh, I, I didn't think it would make it all. Well, didn't think it would make it through the lid of mine, but still. You know, you don't want to be grabbed and, you know, just taken for a ride around the arena. Mm. So, yeah, still at the beginning, a little tentative because it's like, I don't want to be grabbed by it. And then later on, still a little tentative because I didn't want to, you know, <laughs> didn't want to wreck all that, yeah, cool. all yeah, that it, work. Yeah, exactly. I think you mentioned, like, it's, you know, it's just so beautifully made that you don't want to write it off. It's not, it's not that, that's not the game. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. Um, but again, it's like, um, yeah, you just had... A drive failure um again with those 25 mil uh gearboxes um so yeah exactly the same as uh exactly the same gearboxes but with different motor um to the one that wide boy was using but yeah the same the same 25 mil gearboxes again you know leading to the downfall of that of that machine um so yeah uh that was pretty much it yeah, there, there was it? there wasn't much fight really, was there? Unfortunately, but it was no, it was, it was no. well controlled. You know, once once again the driving was you know, spot on. Oh, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, once yeah, but once one side of drive's taken out, you know, it's then it's no longer a control machine, and that's you know that's what it's built for. So um, yeah, once you've lost one drive side. Yeah, there's not much you could do. Um, so it was about then about just kind of taking you out with the minimum amount of damage. <laughs> very respectful. You got you know you got to show the respect. That was a obviously very nice evident, guy, so. Alex. Yeah, <laughs> nice guy, Alex. Absolutely. We all appreciate him after that fight. Seeing it come back in one piece was nice. Yeah, because it, as as you know, it is very easy just to you know wipe it out and you know erase it from existence. But like there's like it's just it's too nice for that and. You know, credit to you for not, you know, completely cleaning it out, basically. <laughs> I suppose we'll move on to the next fight, which was The Apprentice and Lame Heart. Um, Lame, once again, that drive power showing exactly why it made it through the, the melee and uh, really giving The Apprentice a hard time of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, Mark was having some some difficulties with, uh, with The Apprentice. Mm. Like, he'd, he'd been having difficulties throughout the competition with it actually mm. spinning up. Um, it was... Yeah, it's it's a really really tightly packed robot in there. There's like you know, there's wires just barely making it past the the, um, the weapon motor, um, and with it being an outrunner, obviously the you know if the wires are touching, then that's that's a bad thing because um, the entire outside of that motor is spinning. Um, 
but yeah, he was having difficulties with that motor and the ESC combination or something was going on. But basically, if he took the power up beyond about 60%, it was just cutting out. And um, yeah, um, so I'm not sure what, what the problem was with this bike with getting it spun up. But it does, it does have the larger bar on it. So uh, maybe it was just, again, uh, some something to do with that ESC and motor combination that really had difficulty getting getting it uh, up to speed getting it spinning mark was but, being very tentative over it but at the same time he was i think most people were quite stumped because we were <laughs> we were picking cosmin's brain because cosmin was the one behind uh helping him set up his electronics and it was a bit of a mystery it kept it was doing a thing called browning out where he just he couldn't take it particularly fast before it would just kind of cut out and kill power to everything and then of course everything has to reset so uh that leaves you vulnerable for a good few yeah. seconds Okay, so yeah, so that's why it was, you know, he's going, starting up quite slowly. And yeah, that, with with uh, Owen having such a fast drive, it just, yeah, <laughs> meant that he was uh, never really up to speed. Yeah, he definitely got bullied around the arena, that's for sure. Um, it's very, very impressive, again, again by, by Lame to, you know, relying on the drive power, which, you know, clearly was uh, a very strong point of that, of that robot. Um, again, Anderson, I'll, I'll bring you in here, like, what? What do you make of the fight in, in general? I mean, obviously, Lane once again dominating, but it's kind of, it's kind of a shame to see I, the apprentice not not uh, not fulfilled what it could have done. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, I saw the when I saw the apprentice, I genuinely thought this could be a dark horse, and it was a shame that it didn't um, do as well as many would have hoped, uh, myself included, because uh, <laughs> I do like a big spinny thing once in a while. But I mean, at the end of the day, this. I mean, this is the epitome of the old, you know, the old testament, isn't it? You know, you can have a, a really strong weapon all you want, but at the end of the day, if you can be outdriven by by an opponent, you're going to be outdriven by an opponent. And Lamehart had fantastic driving, fantastic maneuverability, and basically bullied it around and, and almost used their weapon to their advantage. You know, they, they they more or less used the apprentice's weapon to their advantage, and then just just like I said, just kept bullying it around the arena, as you said, and. Uh, it was a shame, but at the end of the day, that's the sport, mm. and you you can't just rely on your weapon to win. You got to have a bit more than that. I think I think everybody could agree with that. To be fair, anyone who doesn't is an idiot. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, it, it'll be good to see them again later in the series. Hopefully, we'll get to see it. You know, spinning up fully in the uh, mm. in the ten way, but we'll we'll have to see be, about that later on. It'll be very tasty. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, which does bring us, um, Alex, to the heat final against Lame. Um, Obviously, you see it kind of, you know, drive its way through the heat, really. I had, you know, the weapon maybe not its strong point, but certainly the drive was, you know, very strong. Was was there a bit of concern going into it? Like, or was, was it, did you kind of feel quietly confident that you had it? Uh, I, I, like, you know, you can never never count out, like, um, another another robot. I mean, I, I knew that the, the weapon, like the four bar, wasn't really a concern because um, even if it got... Uh, the robot over then you know, I could just turn myself over again but you know the the speed of it and the power of the drive was um was really you know it was really huge and you know I'd seen him bully other robots around the arena so um yeah it was uh yeah I think it was it was really good to get him over quickly before you know in that first 30 seconds before um before the pit can be activated um because yeah once once the pit's open then he, he probably could have quite easily uh, got me in the pit, um, but yeah, um, give him give him a little tap once he was over, just to you know try and try and get him back in the fight just for a little bit. But 
Um, Kicking Willie's down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I remember nice guy Alex. He was he was a, he was a swell dude, wasn't he? Honestly, unreal, unreal. <laughs> I mean, you know, again, credit for trying to keep the show going, but like ultimately, I think at the risk of writing the machine off again, once again, it's, it's it's not worth it. So, I mean, one of those unfortunate yeah, things where you can't really a win. chance to get through. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know? It wouldn't be fair because obviously you know. I mean, if it was like the last one, yeah, fine, maybe do a little bit more, you know, because they've got a while to repair it. But if there's the potential for them to go further in the, because they got the, uh, they're in the five way. Yeah, the, the, the Rumblebee. The yeah, Rumblebee. That's it. This time. Oh yeah. Oh, it's six way. I'm sorry. Yeah. I do apologise. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> so, you know, at the end of the day, it was you know you don't want to wreck it when it has a potential chance to go through that. And I also want to quickly say, well done to do Lamar actually because it's vastly improved. Mm. Uh, what I like, I don't want to sound horrible when I say this, but I guess compared to some of the other robots in this heat, it was quite an uncouth design and look. So to see something like that actually going forward and actually causing a couple of upsets potentially along the way, I think is actually really, really good. And uh, does both the sport and the hobby very, very good indeed. So fair play to him. He deserves a lot of respect for that. So well done to him. Yeah, I mean, mm. you look. You look at say, we'll take its fight with the Apprentice. You know, the Apprentice is, as you as is mentioned already, you know, CNC is, you know, it's very, you know, made out of exotic materials. You know, a lot of lame is is plastic, and it shows, yeah. and it shows that you know you, you can, you know, use relatively cheap materials and still do quite well. Plastic's fantastic. Plastic is fantastic, as as we know, as we know. Mm. Um, it does mean Alex, you're through to the final. Congratulations. Um, well, well, you know what one. A, a round further than last year was was that a kind of a relief or was it you know was was that just another target on your back then? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's always it's always nice to you know, get further in the competition each time, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, um, I I tested some of the uh, upgrades on uh, on Solus earlier in the year um, at the at the UE event. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew that the the drive reliability was there, so you know, and I, I knew that it was you know it was it was driving a lot better. Um, so yeah, it was it was it was really nice to to see those upgrades you know, work in the competition as well. And and also it was it was nice not to come up against any really brutal spinners. Um, at yeah at yet yeah, yet because <laughs> I I was see... already taken on half the spinners in the UK at the last event I think. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. One of those, you know, fortunate that the Drew fell quite nice, draw fell quite nice for you this time, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you can only beat who's in front of you, and you um, did a very good job, so well done, Alex, yeah. Congratulations to make it to the final. Thank you. Um, obviously, that pretty much rounds off the heat. A, a massive, massive thank you to both Felix and Alex for joining us. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for doing this. Any yeah. Anytime. Anytime. Um... With that said, must, well, well, yeah, you know, we had, we had a bit of, you know, bit of a delay because obviously a small matter of Christmas in the middle, but that's fine, you know, it's, it, that's that's out of the way now. Um, with that said, uh, myself and Anderson will see you next week. Uh, so I've been Sam at sixty four. I've been Anderson. I want to each other all's guru. I've been Felix. I've been Alex, that groundhog guy. Ah, and, <laughs> and the two of us will see you next week for the fourth heat of BuggleBots 2019. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. See ya. Berg for champion. <laughs> <laughs>